1: Hello and welcome to another uh, episode of Bicara Spline Chain, this is Nohadi, House. I'm speaking now with uh, Robert B. Pojasek, PhD. He is the Managing Director of the Center for Corporate Performance and Sustainability. Bob Pojasek also became the newest member of the Education and Research Executive Board at FICA. Today's topic will cover the improvement, innovation and learning that takes place in a well run sustainability program. And this is the fifth and the final podcast in a service of organizational sustainability in the supply chain. All right, so thanks for coming and welcome to Bijara Supply Chain. Bob. Oh
2: well, thank you. I'm gonna start today with improvement. In the fourth podcast we spoke about the plan do check act sequence that is found in the high level structure Uh, of the of the standards we've been using. Continual improvement is a type of change an organization is focused on increasing the effectiveness and the efficiency of that organization to help fulfill its strategic and operational objectives. Continual improvement is a recurring activity in the plan do check act cycle. The rationale is that by improving the effectiveness and efficiency of the sustainability program, the organization will directly and indirectly improve in all other areas where the top top leader is focused. All management activities are directed at either control or improvement. Improvement is a specially important activity. Excellent organizations spend a lot of time looking for and documenting improvement. Improvement is also a result. It can only be claimed after there's been a beneficial change in an organization's performance. There is no improvement without monitoring and measurement. The corporation, its operating facilities, and suppliers need a baseline to determine the amount of improvement that has been achieved in the sustainability program.
1: Mm Interesting. Interesting. And we see many leaders interviewed on the improvement that they have inspired in the organization that they run. So how does innovation happen in a well-run sustainability program, Bob?
2: Well, the first thing we know is that improvement is not innovation. Innovation is concerned with the actual implementation of an idea that leads to significant positive change in the organization. Organizations use innovation to uh, convert its creative resources into appropriate solutions and reap a substantial return on investment. Innovation is needed in processes, products, services, and technology. The leaders of many companies are looking to develop innovative organizational practices instead of waiting for someone else to do it and put them out of business. Here are some of the programs that I have observed, companies that I am helping to improve their sustainability and sustainable development outcomes. One is, you know, they use technology to have all the employees collaborate and share knowledge about the processes, products, improvements. To get the employees to talk to each other all the time to see if they can continually improve. Have the leader... Promote innovation as an organizational value. You know, we uh, 3M has done that for years, based on innovation, uh, and and you know led led the world in innovation for a good uh, period of time. The compensation to innovation at all levels. To develop an idea finding program. There are actually companies that have workers go out and look for ideas ideas uh, and then give them rewards when the ideas work Mm -hmm. Uh, to fund uh, outside innovative projects found in public technology incubators. There's many incubators for people that are trying to invent something now, and you should go and visit them and see if they have anything that could be in use and then help fund those Uh, training all workers for creativity using a process. And this has been around for a long time called ideation is taking an idea and Mm -hmm. making it actually work. Excellent leaders should always be on top of this search for innovation. Mm-hmm. And a lot
1: of people understand improvement and innovations. What is this process you are calling learning, Bob?
2: Yeah, learning is sort of a fairly new thing, although there have been people that have worked in this in the past. The organization should encourage improvement and innovation through Learning. So the learning is sort of the what you do in order to uh, make the process work well. In this way, the organization can enhance, capture, and formulate the knowledge, skills, and experience of its members and integrate them into the organizational wisdom, which can then be shared and used by the organization to foster its improvement and innovation processes. Mm-hmm. Development of the organization's learning ability depends on the ability to collect information, analyze the data, and gain insights from various activities uh, in its internal and external operating environment. Development also depends on the ability to integrate the knowledge and thinking of its members into the value system of the entire organization. To be successful, Organizational learning is embedded in the way the organization operates, just like sustainability. This means that learning is part of what the employee does every day, practice as a person, as a work unit, or as the entire organization. It's about solving problems at the source, something we've called for years root cause analysis, uh, focus on building and sharing knowledge and participation in sense making, and we brought that up in the first webinar is when you don't understand what's going around with you, you cooperate with the stakeholders because they can help you make sense of it. It's a very, it's a formal study that's quite used in sustainability. And then finally, driven by opportunities to create significant and meaningful change and to innovate. Learning is achieved through research evaluation, and improvement cycles, ideas from employees and external stakeholders. Stakeholders always like to give you ideas like this. It makes them look like they're pretty valuable to you, and they are. Sharing the best practices with partner organizations and benchmarking. Learning contributes to organizations having a competitive advantage and sustainability.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. This is uh, very exciting, Bob. But how does the organization know that these activities are working to deliver a continual improvement and innovation?
2: Well, in the third podcast, we spoke about maturity matrices found in ISO 9004, and we call for shared success. So that the matrices will help share success both within the organization and externally. All three activities presented improvement, innovation and learning can have simple maturity matrices that are checked on a monthly basis uh, with a report given to the top leader? Is the organization making more contribution to su- sustained success with these efforts? You'll remember that most corporations, their operating facilities and suppliers use a five-step maturity matrix so let's go through the five stages of the three items that we've covered in this podcast just to give you this pretty brief give you a sort of an idea of how this works so when we're talking about improvement step one which is sort of the beginning step is improvement activities are ad hoc and based on customer or regulatory uh, complaints so it's sort of a bad thing, you know, that it's dealing with bad things. Mm-hmm. Then you sort of step up in step two, improvement improvement processes based on corrective and preventive actions are now in place. The organization provides awareness uh, for its members to help understand the concept and practice of continuous improvement. Wow. Now, so in step three, which is a middle one now, so this is where you really start getting good, improvement efforts can be demonstrated in most of the processes, products, and services of the organization. The focus uh, of the improvement process is aligned with strategy and the objectives. Recognition systems are in place for members that are generating strategic, Uh, relevant improvements in their work. So they're getting rewarded for this now. Continual improvement processes work at some level of the organization and with the suppliers and the partners they do business with. Now, when you go to step four, you're starting to get beyond the, the middling, beyond the average. Results generated from the improvement process enhance the performance of the organization. The improvement processes are systematically reviewed now. Improvement applied to the processes, products, services, and organizational structures in the operating model uh, of the organization's system of management and supporting processes. So now it's part of what we're doing all the time. And then f- the fifth step, which very few people get the fifth step, and it takes many years sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, is, is the evidence of a strong relationship between improvement activities and the achievement of above-average performance for the organization. Determined in benchmarking activities. This is where benchmarking really comes in, where you're comparing yourself to people that you know are better than you and trying to find out why. Improvement is embedded as a routine activity across the entire organization as well as for its suppliers and partners. They have to do it too. Uh, the focus is on improving uh, the performance of the organization, including the ability to learn and change. So, so you can see that sort of progression, and usually that's the best way to explain it because you can see step by step instead of, okay, you gotta, here's a list of things you've got to do. So let's take a look at innovation. Uh, there, is, there is step one, there is limited innovation. New products and services are introduced on an ad hoc basis with no planning for innovation in place. Okay, so you go to step two, and this is usually when the leader starts stepping in. Innovation activities are based on data concerning the needs and interests of customers and other stakeholders. So you start talking to other people. What should we be doing? Uh, The third step is the innovation process for new processes, products, and services are able to identify changes in the organization's external operating environment, in order to initiate its planning for innovation. Then step four, innovations are prioritized using uncertainty assessments, which we covered in uh, the podcast too, based on the balance between their urgency and the availability of resources and the organization's strategy. And partners are involved in the innovation process with the company the effectiveness and efficiency of the innovation processes are assessed regularly as part of the learning process innovation is used to improve the way the organization operates and then when you get to the top uh, innovation activities anticipate possible anticipate possible changes in external operating environment like a pandemic it was, you know, if you could have anticipated it you could have really made a lot of money from it and some companies did by the way did make a lot of money on it because they were ready for it preventive plans are developed to avoid, minimize the identified activities innovation is applied to processes, products, services organizational structures and the operating model and the organization system of management as well as supporting processes so it's, it's in everything now so now the last one the learning organization which is you know the most advanced of the other two let's see how this works so step 1 some lessons are learned because of complaints to the difficulty of maintaining the social license to operate in other words stakeholders and customers are always complaining about your products and how how they come to market and stuff like that. So you get the complaints and learning is on an individual basis without the sharing of knowledge. So you ignore the complaints uh, and, you know, the person that gets the complaints listens to the complaints and doesn't write anything down. Learning is generated in a, so the step two is learning is generated in a reactive way uh, from the systematic analysis of problems and other data. Processes exist for the sharing of information and knowledge. So now we now know that we have to listen to the complaints and we have to make sure that those complaints are are managed properly. Step three, now when you're in the middle, uh, there are planned activities, events, and forums for sharing information. You have a, a, a day where you invite in all your suppliers, a day when you, you know, invite in stakeholders and let them complain and let them tell you what they think is wrong and take good notes. So system's in place for recognizing positive results from suggestions or from lessons learned. Learning is addressed in the strategy and the policy, so it's going to become part of the way the operation goes. So now when you get better than the, the median point, uh, learning is recognized as a key process. Networking, connectivity, and interactivity are stimulated by leaders to share knowledge in the organization. Leaders support initiatives for learning and lead the process by example. The organization's learning ability integrates personal competency and organizational competence. Learning is fundamental to the improvement and innovation processes. So you make it part of the other processes, and you can't do it with it, and that makes it very important. Then the final step is a culture of learning permits the taking of risk and the acceptance of failure, provided uh, this leads to learning uh, from the mistakes, the threats, and the opportunities that are identified. There are external engagements for the purpose of learning. So in closing... You can see that there is really a lot of excitement generated when using the high-level structure that we spoke about in the first podcast. We have just touched on the surface of of this in the five podcasts. The Center for Corporate Performance and Sustainability is offering open enrollment uh, in courses this fall to address all of these issues. They will cover many of the items that we have covered in these five podcasts. Courses start on September 13th, so you will need to register soon. We have a second registration period in November for our January through April semester. Please look for information on these courses on the website. So I want to thank you, Nahadi, for creating the forum for presenting these ideas. Maybe we'll get together soon and introduce more topics and information having to do with organizational sustainability.
1: All right. So thanks for today's talk, Bob. So, I look forward to speaking with you another time. See you and goodbye.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website, www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.